Hi guys. Hey, it's Jen. Hello everyone. Hi. It's me, Eric Dean. My name is Kirsty Park. Hey everyone, I'm Katie Gray. I'm Samantha. No, I'm Samantha. No, I'm Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> and this is The Runner on Air. Let's get into it. Hello, my name is Jen. Welcome to another episode of The Runner on Air. Today's podcast is going to be about food insecurity, and today I am here with... Uh, my name is Josiah Youngblood. I'm a student fresh uh, freshman here at CSUB, and I'm a nursing major. Um, this is my second semester. Great. So I wanted to talk about food insecurity because food insecurity is very common in students who are not living with relatives or on campus and the poverty rate within students, college students, was nearly at 52%. So that's pretty big, you know? Yeah, that's over half of the student body. Um, from my perspective of it, I worked at the food pantry here on campus and you guys should check it out even if you don't have food insecurities. It's a great place to get a quick snack or a good meal, especially if you live in housing. Um, but I definitely saw a lot of people that were struggling. Yeah, and people who have food insecurity are just people that you see every day. You might not think that they're going through something yeah. and, you know, it's no one's business, but um, a lot of people really do not know where their next meal is going to come from and that is a thing that the food pantry helps with so tell us a bit about what the food pantry is and how it works okay well the food pantry has been around for about two years now um, I have only been working there for the past year or so uh, and basically, you go in, and as long as you're a student or a faculty member or some association to CSUB, um, you go in with your ID and you have a certain amount of points per week where you can get free food items um, provided by local nonprofit communities. Um, things like food banks that donate to us or even just families that have extra food left over, canned foods, or even breads, and sometimes we have things like milk and eggs too. Um, and there's, we also do events like the uh, uh, pop-up produce where we have fresh fruits and vegetables from local farmers every Monday. And so if you're looking for more things like that too, for if you're vegetarian or vegan, you can also um, check that out. Um, but it's a great program that's really just made to help students. It's, it's run a lot by uh, volunteers, so I definitely recommend getting involved because it's a great thing to put on your resume. And it's for the students, so you're also giving back to your community, and it gives you a really good sense of pride. Yeah, and another thing with that is it's a pretty healthy way to get uh, an extra meal or two. And there's not a lot of food on campus. We have Witch Witch, we have Panda Express, Starbucks, Walters, Curbside, the Runner Cafe, the Runner Express, and the Food Pantry, and the Food, um, is it the Garden? The Edible Garden. The edible so, Garden. So that's, that's part of the pop-up produce of the Food Pantry. Um, the Edible Garden itself, you cannot go to and just grab food out of the garden. Um, uh, but rather they check it and they clean it, and then they would put it up in the uh, pop-up produce. So even that is kind of like not really a food place you can go to. But it does help contribute with the, uh, the edible garden. Does help contribute with the food pantry. 
Yeah, so those two are linked and they they help students like us get some some nutrients in. Yeah. I guess since we're on the topic of food insecurities and especially talking about people that might be worried about uh, their their situation being breached or other people finding out, finding out about what they're going through and they may be feeling self-conscious about that so they avoid the food pantry. It, it really is every person goes there. I go there. Um, I'm not struggling with food security right now. There have been times where I am, usually on weekends where the cafe is closed and I'm at work and by the time I get off there's nowhere else open on campus. Um, really Saturdays is, is a lot like that. And when you go to the food pantry, there's no need to worry because they're not going to ask you um, if you haven't eaten for the past week. They're not going to try and um, put you on some sort of survey or make you some sort of statistic, um, but rather they're just going to help you. Whether you have insecurity or not, it's still a great place to go. And so I really would recommend that for any kind of person that is looking for food, <laughs> um, insecure or secure. Um, and so I would just say, don't be ashamed to go to the food pantry and don't feel like you're gonna be pointed out as an individual for doing so. And this is a really good way to, again, get meals that you might not have. And for Josiah and I who live in the dorms, it can get a little bit difficult because we don't have a kitchen and we do share a fridge with our roommates and suite mates unless they have their own fridge, which a lot of people do, but not everyone. And so it, it can get a bit difficult to get food and store food. So what the food pantry provides is a, what would you call it? Like that's un, uh, not perishable. Right? Oh, non-perishable, yeah. Right, that's yeah. Right. An easy access is how I would describe it. Easy access to food that should be accessible. Um, but yeah, also, like, it's easy access, and it's right there, you know? You get how many points a week? Um, you get 16 points a week that you can use um, on certain items uh, based off the uh, amount of meals an item can provide. For example, a cup of noodles is one point, or two points, sorry. A cup of noodles is two points because it can provide one meal, whereas maybe um, a pasta bag would be three points because it can provide multiple meals. Um, so that's how they have it situated, but the food pantry is also very lenient. If you are um, willing to open up about your insecurities and that you need the extra food, they totally will forget the point system and give you what you need for that week. So um, you, if you need the food, go get it. There is help um, for people that need food. And those 16 points are, you get them every week. So yeah. it's not like once a month or kind of thing. It's every week they advise for you to use it on mondays because they have that pop-up um, produce mm -hmm. so that way you can get your produce which does not um you don't need points for them um so you can get your produce and while there you can get a, uh, your meal for the week so that's a really good way to get the food that you need let's talk a bit more about food insecurity what do you know about it um, from what I've seen working at the food pantry, I've only run into two severe cases of food insecurity. One was with a single mother who uh, was a part-time student at CSUB who was relying on the food pantry, and that was incredibly sad. Um, we ended up giving her more connection and a little bit more 
um, means from other food banks that could help her. Um, but that was just that was just very sad that there was a single mother out there that was relying on a food pantry for for their only support of of meals and nutrients, and also for their child. And so, the pantry was not only a way to help them supply be supplied with food, but also get them more connected to other um, nonprofit organizations that are willing to help. Um, and the food pantry has only been here for two years, so yeah. that I am sure has helped so many people in the time of need. So they could use all the volunteers that they could um, get. Mm-hmm. If you do want to volunteer, you should reach out to. Um, his name is Keith uh, Alvarez, I believe is how you pronounce his name. And um, he's always working at the food pantry. So if you just go in there and talk to him about it, he'll sign you up and he'll add you to a group me. Um, it's a group chat. And you can start scheduling your shifts. And he's also a great contact. He actually helped me get my recent job that I have by adding him onto my resume and adding my volunteer experience. So if you want to continue working in the either food industry or maybe you want to go agriculture if you're an agricultural major you can also get more involved in the edible garden where you get to do hands-on work in agriculture you get to make these um troughs and you get to make um uh, you get to watch life grow and you get to plant trees and you actually get to make a change so i think that's a really great way to get involved in the community um for somebody that might not be struggling with food insecurity but maybe on the other side wants to help people that are So on campus, I said earlier, uh, the different things that we have, and it's not necessarily the best, but it's what we have on campus. And a lot of the stuff isn't healthy, to say the least. So a lot of students suffer through what has been coined the freshman 15, which is when you enter college or university, freshmen gain about 15 pounds. And I know I have struggled through this um, only because I, I guess moving from my parents' house and having, you know, my meals like cooked and like I could help with cooking meals and I knew what was going into what I was eating. I was checking my food, but as soon as I got here, all I had was which, which, and that is just a bunch of subs and that's not the best to eat as a meal i mean it's sure it's good to go but it's a once in a while kind of meal that you should have and panda express it's not the healthiest either starbucks well coffee is just you know a bunch of empty calories (laughs) for the most part walters is just a, a little like shop which doesn't have a lot of Meals, sure, they have like sandwiches and stuff like that, but they the most things that they carry are snacks. Curbside, which it's a food truck, so you could order what you want, and depending on what you order, you know, that's that's your choice of whether it's healthy or not. The Rena Cafe is an all you can eat style buffet, which has a bar, a grill, comfort food, a salad bar and thing for sandwiches so (laughs) I don't know what that's called but yeah and you know you can there at least you have a little more choice in like what you eat but sure it it does get a bit repetitive the Brenner Express is almost like Walter's only to carry a bit different stuff and if only they could 
the school could put a little more effort into having healthier options and having a wider variety variety yes because it's difficult to get something healthy to eat and it's not for the lack of trying but the lack of options and that's something that a lot of people who especially people who dorm can relate to because since people who dorm stay here on campus 24 7 um this is all they have and when this is all you have it it doesn't help because you can't really get anything else yeah and that too like the dorms don't have a kitchen so it's not like you can go grocery shopping and cook your own meals because you really can't and you can't have any hot plates or anything like that in the dorms not saying that people do but you know you can't so you can't cook your own meals and you share a fridge so it's not like you can get a whole head of broccoli and just stick it in there because it's not the fridge is not big enough and you might not have space so it's just things to think about I mean we're paying a lot for what we're eating I know Panda Express in particular has the prices are more expensive than if you were to go out of campus and that's just something that you see everywhere whether it be at the bookstore or at the runner express yeah even vending machines are all marked up a dollar yeah and it's it's things that like we're already paying too much in tuition we're paying books and stuff like that and yet we're being charged more knowing that everyone nearly everyone is in debt you know Mm -hmm. so I know for sure I'm struggling with getting enough money to pay for my rent and I just can't spend that extra money to buy healthy food because the food plan that I have covers all this stuff that I mentioned before and that isn't really healthy to say the least. So. From what I've known, I've spoken on a panel actually uh, about a month ago on food insecurity um, for the food pantry. And my view was from the perspective of somebody that worked there and and saw it. But there were a few other people in the panel that particularly said some stuff that I I would want to quote them on. Um, I don't remember their names, but there is on the food pantry's uh, Instagram. Um, footage of the event if you guys want to go back and check that out I highly recommend going going to follow them it's food pantry CSUB Um, and what they were talking about were um, problems like stress financially but also now um, health stress they weren't able to feed them uh, themselves and they weren't able to um, have that that mindset that comfort of knowing where they're going to be able to eat Um, and that can play out huge psychological effects on a person and ultimately damage things like your grades or your personal um, relationships with people or even the way you view yourself and your self-confidence. So food food insecurity goes deeper than just um, not being able to eat and going hungry, but also kind of playing with a person um, and who they are at their core. Um, and that can that can really shake some people. And during the panel, if you guys, I would highly recommend going back on the Instagram account and checking it out because it, it is really cool to see these people who overcame it 
through the food pantry or through these uh, food banks. And they're there today rocking college and <laughs> getting, getting the help that they need. And that, that's really, we're moving in the right direction, but I'm not sure we're there yet. There's still a lot of people, 52% um, of people, that are struggling with food insecurity. And like I said, I only ever saw two cases of it. There's a lot of people still hiding their insecurity. And I would like to get us into a point where it's okay to be open about it. Or even better, no one has any food insecurity. That's the end goal, to, to really help with those who do have food insecurity and hopefully really make sure that they, they feel secure that they will have another meal for another day. If you would like to volunteer at the food pantry, contact Keith. He's there every day of the week. I yeah, know. almost every day of the week. He's He might not be there for like an hour or two during lunchtime, but he should be there almost every other time you stop by. If you are struggling and you found yourself in a situation where you don't have a meal, please go to the food pantry. It is right by the student union um, in front of the runner right next to the greenhouse it's a little shipping container so I'm pretty sure you'll find it there's a big food pantry sign right next to it hit that up and you'll get your 16 points you'll get a lot of good stuff in there they have fridges so they have stuff that uh, can last you a little bit more too like eggs and milk and stuff like that. Vegetables as well. They also have toiletries, like... Um... We have things like uh, shampoos, conditioners. I actually um, use that place for even pampery items. Like, that's where I got um, some of my uh, keratin hairspray and also uh, makeup wipes, and uh, they even have cleaning supplies sometimes. Um, they also have uh, feminine hygiene products. Uh, that shouldn't... We at the food pantry, they're strong believers that that shouldn't be an issue for anyone, that that should be given out freely. Um, so they do give that out for free as well. Um, and toothbrushes and toothpaste as well. Yeah, so the food pantry um, is more than just food. And if you ever need help with anything, they, they can really help you and give you the right sources to get the, the help that you need. Yeah. So thank you for listening to this podcast about food insecurity. I am Jen and and I am Josiah. Thank you for coming on and this was the runner on air.